National Party leader Judith Collins is with us. Morning, Judith. Oh, hello, John. That was all a bit of an effort, wasn't it? We finally got there. Never mind. Yes. Tell me, I've been reading about security concerns for MPs and how some MPs are having the locks changed on their properties and beefed up security of the properties they reside in in Wellington. Have uh, And this is obviously a lot of anger coming from the pandemic and all sorts of three waters, all sorts of things. Mm. Have you yourself or do you yourself feel more at risk in terms of your personal security? I don't really, John, but I do think it's something that we always have to be a little bit aware of. And, you know, it would be a horrible situation in New Zealand if we people couldn't have the sort of access that they do to us as MPs, just you know, going about our business, working on our trips, and, and even just going down the street with the supermarket. Um, I've, over the years, obviously, with some particular portfolios, uh, had issues where I've had to have the um, diplomatic Sorry, Judith, I'm going to have to get you to do yeah. that little dance okay. again, Judith, to turn around. Well, I'll go and dance with them. I'll tell you what, I'll just do this one, John, and I think this will probably work. Um, how is this? Is this better? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's better, right. So I think what, over the years I've had um, particular portfolio issues, particularly around corrections or police, where uh, we would you know, occasionally end up with threats, and uh, we've just referred them to police. So I think we're seeing in you know the UK some you know a couple of particularly dreadful instances. It is important in New Zealand that we retain an open um, access to our MPs, but at the same time, we understand that there are some people who will um, want to visit uh, a vengeance or hatred upon the MPs. So it is important to have security in terms of locks and and alarms, and it is important that we understand that some people are going to fixate on us, particularly if we look at talking about an issue that um, upsets them. So like Labor's Chief Whip over the weekend got got some death threats. Is that something that no national MPs have been exposed to? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, well, I've certainly had them in the past. Uh, my view is anything like that, I send them straight to police, and that's what our MPs are asked to do. It's not something we should be trying to handle ourselves because, we, number one, we don't have the ability to do that. But also, we can't spend our whole days thinking about ourselves. We have to get on with our jobs. So it appears to be that largely Labour MPs are the ones being targeted. How much do you think the opposition can take, um, it's probably not the right word, but, but credit for the anger that is obviously being targeted at the Labour MPs? Well, I don't think so at all, any of it. Um, we're very careful to make sure that we support all of our MPs, all MPs in Parliament, not just ourselves, uh, around issues like that. Um, oh, let me just give an example. Say- let me give an example. Uh, uh, the, 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 the noise you made about the Hipuapua report, for example, that's been taken out of context by people who have probably never even read the thing. Um, how much do you think that, that the kind of rhetoric that people have heard from, let's just say from the National Party, over the last few months, how much do you think that's fed into the security threat against Labour MPs? Oh, I think that's a ridiculous suggestion, John. Uh, and as you say, you, you say noise about Hepuapu? No, I don't think so. I think the government needs to be upfront and honest about what it was doing last year and earlier this year. Um, fat people tell us that we're not saying enough about it. So I think you've also got to realise that sometimes people are going to fixate on particular issues and people. And what I've said to the Prime Minister publicly, and I'll say it again today, is just because we don't agree with people doesn't mean to say we have to disrespect them and we don't have to hate them because they don't agree with us. 
And I think it's always best not to dismiss peaceful protests, even if I don't agree with what they're saying. It is really important that we just be respectful. And I've noticed a, a particularly nasty undercurrent uh, that's coming through, and that is that if we don't agree with each other, then we can be disrespectful to them. That's not something I believe is something we should encourage. Everyone's going to make a mistake from time to time. No need to... to put the them. I thought you made a very interesting assessment of the latest poll result where you said that the decline in your popularity was down to the fact that people were a bit embarrassed embarrassed they'd voted Labour and the fact that you were pointing that out to them turned them off you. Were you serious when you said that? Well, the National Party is moving up, and that's the one that we're focused on, the party vote. But I think people are angry about uh, being let down by the Labour government. It's not, it's not um, that people, I didn't say that people are embarrassed. I said people don't want to be told that uh, what Labour was selling them wasn't actually true. And because of, um, and because of that, a, because of you're telling them that, they, they, you're less well, popular. Is that what you're saying? No. Well, John, I think you're taking things out of context. It is very important to remember that opposition is called opposition for a reason. It's actually we have to oppose, but we also have to propose. And so we're seeing more positive work coming out from us on plans like COVID, the economy, um, education, and there's more to come. But it is opposition is like this for every opposition leader straight after election, and particularly when the government won an overwhelming majority. It's going to take a long time to get back, but we're, we're going up in the right direction, and that is what matters. In fact, you did say, I'll just remind you, though, you were quoted in a story saying that no one wants someone to tell them, that no one, no one likes the person who has to tell them that. And so you're, you're saying you're the person telling people they made a mistake voting Labour, and so because of that, you've gone down in the polls. It seems ridiculous. Well, I didn't say that, but I, what I've said is people don't want to be told that what they were sold was a pup, is what I said. Basically, people were sold a vision and a future for New Zealand that was protecting us from COVID, that would protect the economy, that would build houses, that would do all these things, would keep people safe. And what we're finding out very quickly is the government promised, but they cannot deliver. They don't have a plan. They just had slogans. And that is one of the things. People don't want someone pointing that out because ultimately people want to believe, you know, because we live in the best little country in the world and we don't want to find out that we were last in the queue, not front of the queue for vaccines. That is not something people want to hear. It's not. I don't blame the people for that. I'm simply saying the government doesn't deliver my job to point that out. On TV last night, inevitably after these polls, there is speculation about party leadership. And I saw a comment by you in relation to Simon Bridges where you said he's not the leader and he won't be the leader. What do you mean by that? Well, exactly what I said. I don't mince my words. I'm very clear. I am the leader. The party supports me. And we have a big job to do. We're two years out from election. And, John, you're probably old enough to remember when Helen Clark was much further down the polls than... I am, or the National uh, Labour was well down to about 16%. She came back to lead her government to three terms of government. Mm. But what, what did you mean? But what did you mean though? Yeah, that's that's fine. But what what did you mean when you said he won't be leader? How do you know that? Well, because I um, I'm very aware of it, and it's very clear. I'm asked a question, um, I answer it very straight. I'm very very aware that um, we all need to get focused on it. And the National Party is not interested in talking about 
leaders and well, of possible leaders. Of course, of course it's not. Leaders. Of course no, it's not. Why? Why? Because John, actually, people don't care about that. They want us to get on with the things that matter to them. Which is great. Right. I've got a question. I've got a question about that. When the, the border. When Simon. When Simon. When Simon Bridges responded to that comment that you made, uh, it, it was. It was almost um, like he was sucking on a on a boiled sweet. It didn't oh. seem very, very genuine. Is there some animosity between the two of you? Not at all. In fact, I wouldn't say it's like that at all. I think, you know, Simon's got a big job to do. We've got um, our law and order and justice area. He's got the Kalamari relations. He's got huge amounts of work to do. And in fact, he's getting on with the job. And that's why I suggest everyone does. You may be aware that three councils are looking at legal action uh, about over three waters. Do you think that um, the likes of a judicial review is going to be needed over this issue? Well, I think that it's no surprise that councils are upset about the government's three waters asset grab, and particularly with the completely, what looked to me like, completely faked consultation with councils, where councils quite clearly uh, were, were told that they were going to be consulted with, they'd be listened to, they'd be taken into account, they wouldn't be mandated. turns out they are being mandated. They weren't listened to, and they're just being taking their assets off them. So I'd say, yeah, I'd be pretty upset too if I was them. Sounds like the grounds for a judicial review, doesn't it? Well, it sounds like the grounds for quite a lot, really, doesn't it? Um, it's pretty difficult because... But they would have certainly, I would have thought, I uh, don't want to give them legal advice on this, although I am obviously a lawyer, um, I would say they'd have some reasonable grounds around the consultation process in particular. All right, I've got to move on. One final thing, have you got your vaccination passed yet? Well, I haven't yet done Apparently the website crashed first thing this morning. Typical government. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up again now, so you can give it a go. All right, I'll go and have a go at it. Thank Brilliant. you, John. Thank you. We'll talk next week. That is National Party leader Judith Collins.